Okay, so um, we are on the bottom of Lamed Ches Amid Beis, three lines from the bottom, the time of Mai. And the question was, we learned in the Mishnah that uh, not only does a person have a Tchum Shabbos, meaning that wherever they are Friday afternoon when the sun goes down, if they're outside a city, they get a Tchum, an area where they're allowed to travel and they can't travel further, but also the things that they own also get a tchum. And the question was, if a woman was baking on Yantif and she borrowed uh, salt and water to finish the baking, does the food get the ingredients, does it get the tchum of the neighbor that, that loaned them the ingredients? And the Gomorrah's question was, well, those ingredients are insignificant uh, compared to the dough. So why don't we say bittel? That was the question. The time am I, what's the reason we don't say that those ingredients are nullified? In other words, it's true that usually when you have two different items, uh, you get the tchum of both, meaning that, uh, that when they're mixed together, they can only go to a place where both owners could go. But over here, since the main item is the flour and the dough, why don't we say that the salt and the water are insignificant? So Abaye's answer is, It's true that you could would normally say the salt is insignificant. But then if she could borrow salt and not have to worry about where to carry it, she, next she'll borrow a cup of flour. And then there is a, the, she would have to keep the tchum of the neighbor who she borrowed the flour. So that's why we don't, um, uh, we don't say bittel. That's answer number one. Rabba gives a different answer. He says, Spice is important. Uh, salt is one of those things that gives a flavor. And we have a rule that taime lo bottle. You can't say salt is insignificant. If something without the salt doesn't taste as good. It's something When you say nullification, it means the item isn't here. You can't say that about salt because when you cook without salt, it doesn't come out as good. The top of Lama Test on Aleph 39. He says the problem is that uh, we don't need... Nullification is only when you have no choice. Something uh, gets mixed in and, and uh, we don't uh, want to say it's insignificant. But in this case, you have a choice. You don't need to travel to those other areas outside the Tchum. Uh, so since, or you could wait till after Yantif and use it. So And anything that will become permitted without relying on the nullification, even with a thousand times, we don't nullify so these are three reasons given why we don't nullify the spice and the water. Rabbi Huda said, water we do nullify. Mayimin melechlo. But just, wa- just the water, we don't say if she borrows water from someone, it gets that person's tchum. But salt, uh, it would. Aye, but we, didn't we learn, Rabbi Huda said, that salt and water are nullified, according to this opinion. So it's a contradiction. Is salt nullified or is it not? So more said, lo kasha, haba melek stomis, haba melek is It depends on if it's big salt or small salt. Small salt, that when you shake it on the item you can't see, that's nullified. Big salt, like pretzel salt, like kashering salt, you can still see, therefore it's not nullified. Bahatanya, but didn't the more has a question, Rabbi Yehuda, Omar, maimu melek b'tein b'issa. Salt and water are batov, ein b'tein 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 that they, they, uh, they are not nullified uh, in the pot. 
Why not? So the more we're saying they are, the more it's a lokasha ha baraka. It depends uh, if the the salt gets absorbed into thick food, and then you don't see it. If it gets absorbed, if it doesn't get absorbed, uh, if it goes into the juice and it's loose food, uh, then you would not say nullification. So we can answer that there's multiple cases. Some you do say nullification, and some you don't. Let's see the Mishnah. Hagachalas. What if you borrow a coal or uh, with a fire on it? So that goes according to the owner. Just like anything else that belongs to a person, it has his tum. His coal has his tum. Vishal uh, Hevis. What about if you borrow a light from a neighbor? So do you say that that light can only be transferred to where there's a tum? We don't say that. Vashal Hevis Bekol Makam. You can take a light anywhere. It doesn't get the tum of the owner. What about if the coal belonged to Hegdish? It, uh, it was a coal that was used on the Mizbeach. So the rule is, if you were to benefit from that, that's like benefiting from anything that belongs to the temple. You you're, you're get Mi'ila. But, what happens if you steal a light from the Hegdish? So, you shouldn't do that. But if you do, it's not called stealing. It's not called taking temple proud. Because when you when you get a light, the old light's still there. Let's say you carry a coal in Rishus Ravim. It's like carrying anything else, and it's a violation of Shabbos. Let's say you cause a fire to go in Rishus Ravim. And we'll see what that case is in the Gemara. There's five rules that were taught by coals. Number one, Number one, coals get the law of the owner. Number two, we shall have his makam. Whereas a fire, a flame can go anywhere. Gachalas shall hegdish ma'olenbo. If there's a coal of hegdish, as we learned before, a person cannot, uh, if he takes it and benefits from it, he's guilty of stealing from hegdish. They shall have his, but if he takes a flame from the temple, lo nen, and he shouldn't do that, but if he did, he won't be guilty of stealing. He don't steal a flame. What about if there's in front of an idol, there's a fire? So, uh, Asura, he's not allowed to take the coal from the fire in front of the idol. But if he wants to borrow a flame, kettle, light his cigarette from the incense in front of the idol, that's okay. If you carry a coal, shoots a rod and But if you cause a flame to go, pater. Hamotor, namu If you say, I'm not going to benefit from somebody or... So uh, then uh, you can't borrow his coal, but you're allowed to borrow his light. So the more said, now more has the question, my special have a Sharia. Why is it that you're allowed to benefit from the fire of an idol? And we said, Hegdish, where we said you're not allowed. Either fire is a benefit or it's not. So we answered Avodazor Demias, an idol, which in general is disgusting, and people know to stay away from the idol. The rabbis didn't feel if you're going to take a light from an idol that you'll come to take other stuff. Hegdish, hegdish, the low moise, it's not disgusting. People don't stay away. If people are, feel that they can go to take a, a, a fire or a light from hegdish, the rabbis instituted they shouldn't do it. They may come to take other stuff. So then we said, we said if you carry a coal outside in the public area, you're in trouble. They shall have his putter, but not the light. Aye, we have a question. What do you mean if you carry the fire out, you're not liable? A tiny most Jevis calls you chayev, that you are liable 
That's where you carry a fire out uh, with a match. So, in effect, the problem is you're carrying the match. So then Gemara says, Then you're reliable for just carrying the fuel, not for the fire. Gemara says, Let's say you had less wood. It's a small match. So the match doesn't have the minimum size. But together with the fire, then a person will be guilty. What, how do you know there's a minimum size for carrying wood? Tanya. Hamotzi eats him if a person carries wood in Yushusarami, he has to have at least enough wood to cook a small lake. So that's one answer. Abayi says, mishka. He said a person takes a small, um, a small tray, uh, and he, uh, a small piece of metal, and he puts a piece of oil in it, and then he carries the fire out on that, uh, that small piece of oil. Uh, and he carries it out on that small, I don't know if it's a small tray or that small piece of whatever, he carries the fire out on the oil that's burning on top of the tray. So then the Gemara says, well, if that's true, then he's guilty for carrying because of the, of it, um, of the, of the utensil, of the light. So the Gemara said, no, the tray is made of kaspa, of earthenware. So then the Gemara said, but you can't carry earthenware either, take the mushroom kaspa. So the Morris says, but less this year, there's not a big enough piece to be considered caring. How do you know you need a minimum size of earthenware to be considered caring? It's none. We learned. Ferris, the minimum size, it has to be able to fill in a hole of, um, of one board and another. If it's not big enough, so there's a minimum size for earthenware to be guilty of caring. But then we talked about if you just carry a flame, you're putter. How in the world would you carry a flame if you don't have a match? Where he threw the flame or he blew it into the public domain. Okay. Let's see the new Mishnah. If you have a private well, the well gets your tkum. If somebody wants to borrow water from your well, they can only carry it where you can go. But if it's a public well, then it goes according to the public. And if it's, um, well, the first one was a public well that belonged to a city. But what about a public well that's ownerless? So uh, the, the people, when they uh, made, when they came up to Eretz Israel, they put up wells for the travelers up to Eretz Israel. So those wells of Ole Bubble, that's whoever, those are ownerless. And whoever fills up water, it gets the tkum of the person who uses it. Rami Le Rava the Rev Nachman, he has a question. It's not. We learned Borsha Yalkit Karagle Yalkit. A private owned pit is like a private gets this the uh the tkum of a private person, Viraminu, but didn't we learn Norsam Moshimanus and Novimharian Karagle Kol Adam that these public waters, these rivers and lakes are are according to whoever fills up. They're not privately owned. So Lamora answered, that depends on whether the water in these things is standing. When the water is standing, then it gets it gets the tkum of the private owner. When it's coming in from outside that domain, then it doesn't. And as we're saying that if it's uh, if it's standing water, then it gets the tkum of the private person. If it's running water, then it gets the the tkum whoever filled it up. Then we said the ole bavel, the water gets the tkum the shabbos area of each person who uses it. Itmar, we learn, what happens if somebody fills up the uh, bucket at the well and gives it to you? 
So Reb Nachman says, Since he filled it up for you, it'll get your tkum, the one who it was filled up for. Rishesh says, no, the one who uses the bucket, it gets his tkum. What's the argument here? Marsavar, they were the hefkahu. The well doesn't belong to anybody. Umarsavar, no, the other opinion says it belongs to everybody. So if it doesn't belong uh, to anybody and it's filled, then he fills up the bucket for the other person, so the other person it goes with his tkum. If it's like everybody's in a partner, everybody owns it together, so then it has the tkum of everybody. And he has a question. Didn't we learn the following? If a person says, I should be forbidden to you, my, um, uh, if a person says, uh, your stuff should be forbidden to me, then I'm forbidden to benefit, as we turn the page. If your things are for, uh, you should be forbidden to benefit from me, then uh, that person will be forbidden to benefit from me. But if you say, I'm forbidden to benefit from you and you and me, and you're forbidden to benefit from me, so then they're both forbidden to benefit from each other. But then they're both allowed to use the public wells that were put up for the people that came up from Bavel. But they're not allowed to use the city water. What are the things that were donated by Ole Bavel, the Harabais, the Temple Mount, Halishkos, the various chambers, Azores, then the temple rooms that were built, and the, and the uh, what the water, the wells that were dug, and the holes that were dug on the way up to Yushalayim. The Elohensha also here. And what are the ones that belong to a city? Harachov, the streets that belongs to the city, Ubeza Knesset and the Shul, Ubeza America, it's in the bathhouse. Now we get to the question of Iam is buried to shoot for who? And if these wells are owned by partners of mine mutter, why would it be okay? But Tanan, we learn things that are owned by partners, they can't go into each other's yards. Even to bait, uh, it can't go into each other's yards. So our question is, uh, why would a well be permitted if they're partners? And we learned that they're not permitted. So Gamora explains. Lirkots Babor, if they wa- if they're partners in the well and one wants to bathe in the well, so inevitably he'll be using some of the water that belongs to the other person, and since he's, he swore not to benefit from him, that won't be allowed. But if they are both just taking water, then we say that each person is the taking the water that really belongs to them, and not to the other guy. And we say selectivity. And that's why it's okay. So, what's the case? To fill up water. When each one gets water from the well, we don't say they're taking the water that belonged to the other guy. Again, when they bathe in the well, they're swimming in everybody's water. But when they take water, they're just taking the water that belongs to them. Now, this relies on selectivity. Does Rev Nachman, this opinion, follow selectivity? That's called Bray Rev Tanan. We learned the following halacha. There's one case of brothers and, uh, who inherit an estate, and there's another case of partners. So, so the rule is, uh, when uh, they're considered full partners, and if they're partners, it means it's owned by more than one person. So there's something called the kalbon. When we learned a shkalim, uh, you have to give a half-shekel coin. Sometimes the coins are worn down, and a person would be cheating hektish. The rabbis instituted that they should add a kalbon. They should add a penny. They should add a little bit, another coin, to cover the difference, just in case. So the rule is that that's one per company. 
But if it's multiple people, each person has to give a kalbon. So if the brothers are one company and they have to give a kalbon, um, if the brothers are one company and they have to, they're obligated in the kalbon, then they wouldn't uh, have to give meiser behema because when something's owned by two people, you don't give meiser behema. You're not obligated. And then when something's owned by one person, then then they don't the they don't have to give a separate cowbone for each. So the 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 rule is the op the question is how do you look at a corporation? Is it owned by partners or is it a um is it is it uh looked at as one entity? When they divide an estate, it, it's they're looked at as separate people when they take separate things. One takes the goats, one takes the sheep, it's one connected, I'll take the, the the one takes one, one takes the other, but if each one takes the same thing, so then we say the estate was never divided. And so therefore, if the estate was never divided, it only pays one kalbon. And if it was never divided, it would have to give Meister Behema. Rav Nachman says, even if they divided that way, we don't say this is really the original part of the estate. We say, we don't say Brera. So we have a problem because we said the issue of whether the people could, uh, the, uh, could fill up if they vowed not to let the other person benefit from them uh, water has to do with, can I say that I'm taking my water? But we just showed Rav Nachman doesn't hold of water. So what is the issue here? Now the Gemara says a new thing. Ella, Kuliyama, but really everybody agrees the water is not owned by anybody. And so even though you swore not to benefit from the other guy, it's not a problem of you getting from this well. What's the issue? It's a totally different issue. But Magbiya Metzia when you pick up something for your friend, that's what they're arguing. Marsavar, you picked it up, it becomes yours. Even though you picked it up for him, since you picked it up, it's yours, and now it gets yours kum. Umar Savra, no, since you picked it up for him, you don't acquire it. Okay, we'll stop.